Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs. And we're going to be in Proverbs 8. We're going to be talking about the blessings of wisdom. Okay. We're also located in Maryville, Indiana. So, we're going to be talking about these scriptures today. And last week, you know, we were talking about the um, woman adulteress and her deeds and how it's not just about this woman who was doing spirit, these bad spirit. things, but it was about a spirit that can be in either man or woman that you have to watch out for. So today, though, we're going to be talking about the blessings of wisdom. The blessings of wisdom. And as we go through these scriptures, we've been talking the last few weeks as we've been going through here as wisdom is God, knowledge is Jesus Christ, uh -huh. and understanding is the Holy Spirit. And when you look at the scriptures that way, it will really open up the scriptures to you to really understand it. And we'll do some of that today as we go through the scriptures, right? So in one it says, does not wisdom call, right? And we say wisdom is God, right? So does not God call you? Right? Many are called, but few are chosen. That's what the scripture says, right? Now why is it many and not everybody? And we see where many are called, but few are chosen. So not everybody's called, but there is a calling on everyone's life. But everybody doesn't answer the call. Right? Yes. And the ones who answer the call are few. And those are the ones who are chosen. It's far and in between. Because you hear everybody say they in Christ. But, but when you look at the guidelines of what it means to be in Christ, you won't see that many people in Christ. Uh -huh. That's why only a remnant is getting in. 
Because Christ even says, everybody that calls out, Lord, Lord, is not getting in. Mm -hmm. Because it's not in their heart. So it says, does not wisdom call, does not God call us. It says, does not understanding raise her voice. Doesn't the Holy Spirit raise his voice in you? Do we always answer that voice? No. No, we don't. And it says into, on the heights be, beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand at the crossroad. You think about a crossroad, right at the X, right in the middle of the crossroad. She's standing there waiting on you. Uh -huh. Why in the middle? Because if you don't choose her, she's going to let you go. Uh -huh. Because it's only one way that she's going to take you. Right? Christ only goes one way. Uh -huh. And all of the other ways, she's just going to let you go by. Ooh. Because, see, we're supposed to have the Holy Spirit leading us. Uh -huh. So if the Holy Spirit is not leading you, something else is. You see? Three says, besides the gate, in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries aloud to you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of men. So think about the man that is called. She says, I'm not crying to the man who is called, I'm crying to the children of the man who is called. Because the man that's called, he's there. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, uh, but now I'm calling out to the children of that man. Because they're the ones that need to be brought back, brought up. Right? Yes. She says in five, Oh simple ones, learn prudence. Oh fools, learn some sense. Spirit. Learn patience and learn sense. It says in 6, Hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. Uh -huh. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, and this is the Holy Spirit talking about, this is what she will do for you if you allow her to lead you. Right? She says, here, for I will speak noble things. Here first. You got to hear my voice. Before I can do any of this stuff, you have to know that I'm there. Mm -hmm. You have to know that I exist. Uh -huh. You have to know that I'm in you. Right. And when you do that, I will speak noble things. And from my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. You won't have to worry about Nothing bad coming from me. When you allow me to lead you, you're going to be alright. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Now why, you know, so, why do I trust her? Because she says, wickedness is an abomination to her lips. Uh -huh. <laughs> and we remember we talked about evil and wicked and the difference between them 
is evil is the thought process of thinking of evil things to do. But you become wicked once you do them. Once you act on the evil thoughts, that's how you become wicked. And she said, wickedness is an abomination. Uh-huh. So acting out those evil thoughts is an abomination to the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Why is that? Because to the Holy Spirit, that is the opposite of what it represents. Uh-huh. You see? Eight says, all the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. So you won't have to worry about the Holy Spirit trying to get you to do something. Or finagle you into believing something. Right? There's no twisted words. You're going to understand everything I say. When I speak for you, you don't have to worry about confusing people. Because I'm going to tell them the truth. Problem is, when we when it comes to the Holy Spirit, people want the Holy Spirit, but they don't truly like what the Holy Spirit represents. Because that means you have to tell the truth to a lot of people that you don't want to. And most of all, you have to tell the truth to yourself. Say that, say that. About yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that can get ugly. But it's a necessary step. Uh-huh. And this is how you free yourself. Right? Now it says, They are all straight to him who understands. Uh-huh. All the words that, you know, I'm not going to give you any twisted words and crooked speech and try to do all this extra stuff. I'm not going to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And she says, and, and, and to somebody who is understanding, somebody else who has the Holy Spirit will truly understand what I'm saying. Right? right? Mm-hmm. So, somebody who, and this is why it's important for the people of God, especially when you are in leadership, to have the Holy Spirit, because if you have people that are under you that have the Holy Spirit, they need to know that your spirit is true. And they will know when your spirit is not. Right? Right? The Bible says, test the spirit. To see if it is of God. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? Right. Yeah. You try that spirit to see if it is true. Right. Right. To see if it is from God. Uh-huh. And you know, you'll hear people say that test the spirit by the spirit or try the spirit by the spirit. That's that's what if the spirit that you got is ugly and the spirit that they got is ugly? <laughs> but you wouldn't know that because y'all got the same spirit. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's why it says test the spirit to see if it is of God. Because a lot of people's spirits are not. 
And this is talking to people who have the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. You have the Holy Spirit, you test the Spirit. See if the Spirit is like yours. Uh -huh. Because the Holy Spirit is saying in the Scripture, you're going to tell if the Spirit is from me. Because it's going to match up. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. If it don't match up, then it's not me. All right. Uh -huh. They are all straight to him who understands. Everybody's going to understand the spirit when I speak. Uh -huh. Everybody's going to understand the spirit when I speak if they are of that spirit. Say that, son. And write to those who find knowledge. Uh -huh. And I'll be and remember knowledge is Christ. So we look at that scripture and we can read it. They are all straight to him who has the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and right to those who find Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Wow. Say that, say that. Right? Right. He goes on in 10 and says, and, and remember Proverbs 8. We're talking about Proverbs. We're talking about these are the words of Solomon. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Right? Okay. Can't forget that. And he says, take my instructions. Instead of silver and knowledge, rather than choice gold, for wisdom is better than jewels. Right? Take my instructions instead of this money. The spiritual knowledge that I give you is priceless. Right? And he says, and knowledge rather than choice gold. So the spiritual knowledge that I'm giving you is better than silver. And get Jesus Christ because he's better than gold. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he says, for wisdom is better than jewels. Because God is better than all of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And all that you may desire cannot compare with her. Meaning wisdom. Nothing can compare to God's wisdom. So there is nothing more valuable to a human being than using the wisdom of God. Right? She goes on to say in 12, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. I, wisdom, dwell with patience. Mm -hmm. Wisdom thinks before it acts. You know how people just act on, just, as soon as something happens, action, reaction. Mm -hmm. Wisdom doesn't do that. There's an action, there's a pause. You think it over. You see what's going on. Then you react. He says, and I find knowledge and discretion. I find Christ and the discretion of it. I use, uh -huh. I use what God has given me. So the wisdom of God I use through Christ. Uh -huh. I find discretion. Which means I don't move Unless I move through Jesus Christ. Amen. 13 says, The fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. 
pride and arrogance, and the way of evil, and perverted speech I hate. God hates pride. God hates pride. Uh-huh. I'm going to just leave that right there. Uh-huh. And arrogance and the way of evil. Right? So, you you prideful, you're arrogant. He hates that. And he says, and perverted speech. Meaning things when you twist the words up. Uh-huh. Make something seem like it isn't. It is, but it isn't. Perverted speech. I hate that. This is what wisdom does, because it doesn't use all of these things. Uh-uh. What does that mean? That means when you are dealing with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit doesn't use gimmicks. It doesn't use gimmicks. It doesn't use tricks. Say that. The Holy Spirit gives you the Word of God and not a show. Uh -huh. It's not entertainment. Right? Uh -huh. This is the written Word of God. 14 says, I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me, kings reign. Wisdom is explaining itself as kings reign because of me. Solomon knows this better than anyone. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He says, and rulers decree what is just. By me, princes rule. And nobles, all who govern justly. Anybody who's in a righteous um, governing place, any kind of leadership, wisdom is there when you're in Christ. Ain't that right, man? Uh -huh. <laughs> 17 says, I love those who love me. Uh -uh. Now you see, now this is very important to understand how wisdom works. Wisdom loves those who love, who love it, right? Uh -uh. I love those who love me. Which means it only loves and it hates. It doesn't like. So, Wisdom says, I love you if you love me. But if you don't love me, I hate you. <laughs> because to like wisdom is to mean you're in and out. And wisdom doesn't deal with in and out. Wisdom is absolute. Right? So you either love wisdom or you don't. And it says, and those who seek me diligently find me. 
Anybody who's seeking wisdom is going to find him. God is wisdom, right? So anybody seeking God is going to find him. God says, whoever loves me, I love them. Say that, say that. Why do you think they pick diligent? Diligent me. And it says, and those who seek me diligently find me. That means you just don't seek me over the top. You have to truly, truly look for me. You have to really want to know me. That's what diligently means. You have to truly search for me. Right? Now when you when it says seek, when you look at the word seek, think about the word seek. It didn't say look for me. It says seek me. That means that's a continual thing. You don't you don't looking means you look for something, you find it. Seek means continually. And then it says seek continually and diligently look. I mean, I want you to seriously look because a lot of people don't take their uh, spirituality with God serious enough. They play with God. They in and out. Make up words like on the fence. And God said, I'm not about that. And wisdom says, you either in or out. And he says, if you're not seeking me diligently, then you ain't trying to find me. Those who seek for me and look for me diligently, then you will find me. Right. And 18 it says, riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. Riches and honor are with me. As long as I'm in Christ, I have everything I need. You won't want for anything. 19 says, my fruit is better than gold, even fine gold. My fruit, the fruit that I that I bear from a spiritual standpoint, all of the things that I have learned in Christ and all of the things that I'm teaching, because the fruit that I bear, you will be able to see. Because the people that are that is up under me are learning. They're learning. So the fruit that I bear is better than gold. And then he goes on to say, even fine gold. So there is a gold better than regular gold. There is a gold better than regular gold. It's the difference between 14 karat gold and 24 karat gold. But even in that, he says, the fruit that I bear is better than all of that. The fruit that I bear in Christ is better than all of that. And he says, and my yield than choice silver. What I yield, what I give back. So what I've learned is better than gold. And what I give back is better than silver. Uh-huh. I walk in the way of righteousness in the path of justice. I love when we talk about walking in the way or in the path. You will always never see a S on the end of path. Because it's the only one way. 
So it won't say I walk in the paths of righteousness. There's only one way. Right. Right? Uh -huh. So the path of justice is only one way. 21 says, granting an inheritance to those who love me. There is an inheritance waiting for you, those who love me. Uh-huh. Anybody who loves God has an inheritance waiting for them. Uh-huh. And fulfilling their treasures. Yes. Treasuries. Granting inheritance, inheritance to those who love me and fulfilling their treasuries. Uh-huh. We have treasures stored up in heaven. He said, don't store up no treasures down here. Because they ain't going to do you no good. Right. 22 says, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his works. Uh -huh. The first of his acts of old. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I want you to understand, this is where the Holy Spirit was in the beginning. We, we read about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We read about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. They were all made, because God, this is all God. Uh -huh. He used all three things in the beginning. And we see, when we read in Genesis 1, he says, in the beginning, God created, right? Mm -hmm. So you have God there. Then we read in John 1, in the beginning was the Word, uh -huh. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we see Jesus there. Okay. Right here is where the Holy Spirit is. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His works. So you have God in Genesis, you have Jesus in, in um, John 1, uh -huh. and now in Proverbs 8, you see where the Holy Spirit was. And it goes on to explain, the Holy Spirit goes on to explain its job during this time. So he goes and says, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his works. The first of his acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up. At the first, before the beginning of the earth. So the Holy Spirit was there in the beginning. And not only in the beginning, but before the beginning. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. When there was no depths, mm -hmm. I was brought forth. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. When there was no springs abound with water. Before the mountains had been shaped. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Before the hills, I was brought forth. Mm -hmm. We look at the mountains and we say, okay, look at these pretty mountains. But it says... I was there before the mountains were shaped. Yes, God yes. shaped the mountains the way they are. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> it says, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he had made the earth with its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. Uh -huh. Before God created the grains of dust that creates the whole planet. Uh -huh. I was. I was. Say that, say that. 27 says, when he established the heavens, I was there. 
So now it goes into when God starts creating stuff in Genesis. Wisdom says I was there. When he established the heavens, I was there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I was right there when he, when he did that. And he drew a circle on the face of the deep. And when he made firm the skies above, uh -huh. when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits. You wonder why when you go to the beach and you see how the water, mm -hmm. you'll see a big old wave come, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it tapers off, and then it just goes into the sand, and then uh -huh. it goes back. That's because God made a limit to where the water could go. Uh -huh. And then you ask yourself, when these big waves come, why they just don't take over? Mm -hmm. Because God has limits for them. Uh -huh. They can't. As soon as they get to the edge of where the beach is, it just starts tapering off and then it dies down. Right. Ain't that something? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He assigned to the sea its limits. Can you imagine God talking to the sea? Okay, you can only go as far as right here, and the sea talks back to God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh it says it has a limit so that the water might not transgress his command. Mm -hmm. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master workman. And I was daily his delight. Wisdom was like, I, he used me every day. Mm -hmm. I was right there with him. <laughs> Rejoicing before him always. Uh -huh. Now, you can imagine that wisdom tells you these things. These are some deep things about before the earth got started and when the earth got started. This is all before man was here. And then we look at scripture where it tells you that the Holy Spirit can teach you all Things. Why? Because it's been there from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. It knows all things. Right? It says, I rejoice before him always. 31 says, rejoicing in his inhabitant, his inhabited world, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and delighted in the children of men. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And now, O oh sons, listen to me. Uh -huh. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You have no idea how deep it is to keep the ways of God uh -huh, uh -huh. and understand what your inheritance is once you do that. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Because we can talk all day about Seriously. what our inheritance is in Christ, uh -huh, uh -huh. but until we actually get there, we uh -huh. cannot fathom what God has for us. Seriously. Uh-huh. Man. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 23 says, I mean, 30, 33 says, Hear instructions and be wise. And do not neglect it. There's a difference. When we talk about this sometimes, there's a difference between wise and wisdom. Uh-huh. What's the difference between wisdom and being wise. And the difference is, God gives us His wisdom, His book, 
when we look in the Bible, that's his wisdom, right? Uh -huh. But you don't become wise until you put that wisdom into practice. Uh -huh. Wise is an action word. Uh -huh. So you can have the Bible and never use it. You have the book of wisdom, but you never used it. Say that, say that. But when you use it, you become wise. Right? Uh-huh. So he said, here are my instructions and be wise. Which means, here are the instructions that I have for you, and then utilize them. Uh-huh. It says, and do not neglect it. Which means you will see what you're supposed to do, and you just won't do it. Uh-huh. It says, but blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, Waiting beside my doors. Uh -huh. What are you waiting for? Wisdom to give you more. <laughs> wisdom. Uh -huh. I'm always knocking on wisdom's door. I'm looking yeah. for something. Say that, say that. Right? Right. Can uh -huh. I come in? <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Right? Blessed yes. is the one who listens to me. Uh-huh. Not the one who... Not the one who just heard me and then went on home. Uh -huh. The one who listens. The one who heard it. The one who actually put it into practice. Uh -huh. That's the one. Uh -huh. That's the one who's blessed. It says, and then not only stops there, not only listening to me, but watching daily at my gates. Say that, say that. Watching how wisdom works. Yes. And then waiting besides any, at, at the door. Uh -huh. Waiting for more wisdom. Because what will that do for you? Uh -huh. 35 says, For whoever finds me finds life and abstains favor from the Lord. Yeah, now, there's yeah. only two places this happens. Uh -huh. In this, when you use wisdom, you find favor with the Lord. When you get married, you find favor with the Lord. Uh -huh. Right? Right. So what happens when you don't? He says, but people who fails to find me injures himself. And all who hates me loves death. If you hate wisdom, that means you love, you love death. That's how simple it is for wisdom. Uh -huh. Now, that last verse is very important to understand the conviction that happens in Judgment Day. Because if you didn't, if you hate wisdom, which means if you didn't use God's wisdom in your lifetime, that means you love death. That's all you have left. And that's where you're going. That's all that's left. And that's and, and, and it's just that simple. But that devastating. Right? So it is important to listen to wisdom. It is important to follow God. 
get the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding that God has for you. Everything is right here waiting on you. And allow Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. And avoid any problems. Right? And choose life over death. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures. We thank you for giving us an understanding about the blessings of wisdom. And what happens when we follow wisdom. And what happens when we don't. Father, we thank you and we praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. Now we have a chance at everlasting life because of what your son did on the cross. We thank and praise you. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. 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 Stay blessed and faithful. Hi. Thank you for watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Happy Holidays! And as always, stay blessed and faithful.